Welcome back to Franchise Tag. Eric Salas, Chris Perotti back, uh, you know, in person for the first time in who knows how long. Um, It's been at least a year and a half. Yeah, and uh, we did it in my old room. I don't even live in the same house anymore. That's how long it's we been. We can see it, though. It's we right can see away. my house right in the backyard. We're also sitting outside. A uh, friend of the program, Mark Siciliano, he's joins us. What's up, guys? He's Remember? made guest appearances. Yeah, he's filled oh, in for you. He's done exactly this. He's called us. Uh no, that's I'm not picking that up. There there have been times where uh, there was one time Mark that we were actually in a in a, a debate about something Giants related and you called me. I go ah oh, perfect. I'm like you could be a guest caller. We put you on speaker. I'm like Mark, what's your opinion? So mm-hmm. definitely we've we've talked about you. You've been on the show and now you're on the show again. Yeah. So uh, what we're doing today, we're just gonna let it rip and go through every division in the NFL. Um, Chris, I'm I'm actually gonna give you some homework while we do this, but like uh. Do you happen to know strength of schedule off the top of your head for next year? Because I haven't even taken a look at it. I haven't. I do not, but I can pull it up right okay. now. Because I was gonna say, um, I'm about to just like rattle. Like I'm gonna like I'm gonna go through the teams in the division we're gonna go over, and then I'll just give them like a record. But I don't know like strength of schedule or like, and, and I'm not gonna go through every single team they're versing. I just kind of want to give like a little bit of a preview of what we're gonna see in 2021. It's gonna be very different. 17 weeks. So there's no such thing mm-hmm. as eight and eight anymore. And I was thinking about it in the car, um, that now looking at a team that's going to be nine and eight versus eight and nine. I don't like that. It's like the team that's eight and nine could be just as good as the nine and eight team, but yeah. just because of the the optics of looking at yeah. the numbers being switched, just you know. Yes, but. I pulled up the uh, strength of schedule here. So if you want me to keep referring to it as we talk, I well, have it right here. That leads me into our discussion for this episode in particular. We're going to talk about the NFC East. Get this out of the way. Me and Mark, big big Giants fans, are going to see uh, a Giants game this year. We're going to Raiders, right? Yes, sir. That's it. Should be in November. I believe so. Okay. We all got homework today. <laughs> yeah, we all have a little bit of homework. Yeah, but we'll get this uh, division out of the way. Get, get my stress out of the way because the more honestly, stress. I'll start off confident about it, and then towards the end, I'll be less confident because of like going. If the more we go over the teams, it's like all right. <laughs> yeah, we're going to the okay. Giants Raiders game. And what, what's the date of that one? If anything, I'm looking at the schedule. Yeah, I thought that's it what he was looking at. On November seventh. Okay, good. I'm scared because now all of a sudden I have like a wedding in November, so I don't think it should fall on that on that date. But anyway, let's get Giants matter more anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right, exactly. Yeah, Uh, but yeah, let's get into the NFC East. We're going to preview the 2021 season of the NFC East. And Chris, um, I believe we've done this podcast for around two years, which is weird. Yeah, obviously, like not consistent because yeah, right. life but we've done we've done it over the course of two years and i believe two years ago i told you the nfc north was the team i was most interested in because at the time it was like oh the vikings were on the come up aaron Rodgers, uh, aaron Rodgers and the the uh the packers right. and i thought like the lions were like slowly improving <laughs> uh they've gotten much worse um but <laughs> that's for that's for another day and um and the Bears at the time because they they made defense the playoffs purely because of their defense. So I was very excited about that division. Justin and Fields. I believe last year I told you the AFC North was going to be the most exciting because we had Lamar Jackson, Baker Mayfield, um, Joe Burrow, and uh, ben, ben Roethlisberger. And it was a very interesting division. The right. only team that was the worst was the Bengals. So um, all, th- all three other teams didn't end up making the playoffs. So, but this year is the NFC East for me. I think it's going to be the most interesting division, and it's not being biased or anything. Mm-hmm. Um there's a lot to look at here because Washington was just in the playoffs. They easily probably could have beaten the Bucks if the car just went in their way just a little yeah. bit 
more. Taylor, Running off Taylor Han- Taylor, Taylor, Taylor Heineke, Heineke did great. Yeah. he did great. Um, now he's, he got a big payday to be a backup. I but. remember he, he had the best QBR that week, better than Drew Brees was, better than Tom Brady was in that game. Yeah. Uh, I would say better than Wilson. Was Wilson in week, that week one playoff? Russell playoff Wilson. Round one? Uh, they, yeah, I don't think they were – Top rated, they weren't top of the NFC. Yeah, but Heineke Listen, did we're great. rusty, but you got to talk into that microphone. Bro. Yeah, but Heineke there did you great. Go. Beautiful. Oh yeah, no, Heineke did great. Yeah. But I'm saying, like, it's weird that the Bucks ended up making it all the way. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yet the Washington Football Team was very close, and you know they made the playoffs. Um, Giants went six and ten. Their highlight was four wins in a row. But they went out and got weapons. They got Kenny Galladay, Kadarius Tony. Mm-hmm. Um, Resigned their young best defensive Joker. player, Leonard Williams. Yeah, got young Joker. They went out and got a Dory Jackson. Uh, yeah. Like every, everything that could have went right, went right in the off season. Now you just it's just a matter of what Daniel Jones does, which is gonna, which makes this division a little more exciting because you want you kind of want him to succeed because it's like the, there's a lot of teams out there, including teams like the Packers, that won't give their quarterback the right weapons in order to succeed. And we're looking right. here in a GM like Gettleman, who a lot of people say isn't probably the best GM in the world. And then um, Joe Judge, a brand new head coach, and they're d- they're doing it right. They're giving right. the guy the weapons, and now it's all him now. Even, like if yeah. if it doesn't work this year, he's done. So that's something we really need to monitor this year. Uh, Cowboys, they get Dak Prescott back. Your boy Dan Quinn is now the defensive coordinator for the yep. team. Um, KZ and Keanu Neal. Keanu there. Neal and took him with in the him. backfield. I feel mm-hmm. like the big key to this division is to see how good the Cowboys' defense is, because we know how the Giants and the uh, Washington Football Team. They have pretty solid defenses, if you if you were to ask me. I think yeah. obviously Washington has a better defensive front. Um, the Giants, I think, just like as a collective, are yeah, very good. I think they're going to yeah. excel even more this year. Patrick Graham is their defensive coordinator. Was getting looks for head coaching jobs. So, um, yeah, that's definitely something uh, that you have to keep an eye on. And obviously, there's the Cowboys who have a very dominant offense. Yeah, they got a ton yeah. of weapons uh, at wide receiver. Obviously, Zeke Elliott's been a beast for years. Um, Amari Cooper is solid. Amari, yeah, so yeah, like I mentioned, the wide receivers, Amari Cooper, C.D. Lamb, who they drafted, just stockpiling. Michael Gallup, who I like too. Mm-hmm. Um, just a bunch of weapons, and they get Dak back. He's obviously experiencing setbacks right now, I believe, in training camp, but I think he should be all right by mm-hmm. by week one. And honestly, looking at them, if their defense can hold up a little bit, I, I, I we talked about this last year. I thought it was their division to lose last yeah. year. Yeah, and obviously the injury happens, so obviously you can't predict who gets hurt and right. the way they get hurt. Um, but now the Washington football team is scary. With if Ryan Fitzpatrick can be Fitzmagic like we've seen in the past few seasons. By the way, the whole overview of this division, by the way, a seven and nine team won this division. Yeah, that's what makes it even more exciting going into this year because hmm. Washington, I think, with Ryan Fitzpatrick, they're going to do well and they're going to do really bad at times. Yeah, but. When they're gonna when they're doing really well, like if they could excel with an Alex Smith and get like a game manager like last year, basically running off one leg, mm-hmm. um, and Ryan Fitzpatrick the way like w- you know we watch him, he's like he doesn't care, <laughs> you know yeah. like like he has nothing to lose at this point in his his career, um, and he's got weapons too, uh, Terry McLaurin. They still have Sims, right? Yeah, uh, I believe mm-hmm. he's he's a young guy. He came about out of nowhere. Right. And, Logan um, Thomas, that tight end. Logan Thomas, well. they they agreed yeah. to a three year extension, I believe, wow. like a day ago or two days ago, and he used to be a Giants quarterback. <laughs> no way. <laughs> he was a quarterback. Yeah, in, he was a quarterback in college. I remember he was on the the Lions, and he caught a pass. And I'm like, who is that guy? And they said, oh, former quarterback for Virgi- I think it was Virginia Tech, and I okay. think he switched positions. And now look at him. Look at him now. You know, he's he's a good tight end. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's probably going to get a ton of looks this year. Um, so one team we haven't mentioned yet, 
uh, is the Eagles. I'm still kind of salty about what they did last oh, year. Of course. Um, it wasn't all for nothing because Doug Peterson ended yeah. up getting fired. Actually, so. I don't blame the Eagles. I blame Peterson, and he's fired. So that's fine. they've screwed us yeah. in every way possible, yeah. and that may have been the goal. But listen, you lost your draft. head coach. They did it in the draft. So yeah, and they they jumped over the Giants to get Devontae Smith. Yeah. Giants probably could have had Devontae Smith they fairly were, easily. I I mean, again, I don't know how accurate this is. There's always going to be articles out there that might not be fully accurate. But I was reading a few articles, and they said the Giants were fully prepared to take Devontae Smith with that pick, yeah. and then as soon as they leapfrogged, they realized we're not getting him. Yeah, bro, I was, like, on the edge of my seat because I had to go to work, like, five, in, like, five minutes, and, like, I'm waiting for the Giants, like, I'm waiting for the Giants, and there was a huge trade, and I'm like, F this. And, but the Giants kind of bounced back a little bit, and they're responsible for the Bears getting Justin Fields. Yeah, right. Um, and here's my little theory about the Giants. I think they're stockpiling first-rounders. Because if Daniel Jones doesn't work this year, they're going to give a team three first-round picks for, like, a Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers. If, you know, like, they're, they're going to go for a guy that's experienced. They're not going to start from scratch yeah, again. I could picture that. So if Daniel Jones doesn't do well, they're fully prepared for that. And I'm kind of glad we're not going into this blindly. And, again, it could be just a coincidence because they had kind of were forced to trade back because they were mm-hmm. ready to take Devontae Smith. Um, kind of hoping Kadarius Tony does well. I, the only thing people are hanging their hats on is the fact that Urban Meyer really wanted to draft him. He was pissed that he didn't get him. And everyone's kind of saying, like, you should probably look at that as a good thing. But, yeah. Yeah. again, Urban Meyer is coaching in the NFL for the first time, and people aren't really too happy about that hire. So I'm kind of yeah. taking that with a grain of salt, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Um, but the uh, the, <laughs> the Eagles, other than the, the crap that they've done to really screw over Giants fans and uh, – you know, just be an awkward organization getting rid of your head coach who purposely tanked. It just, you know, yeah. it was weird. And then they get Sirianni, which is an even weirder hire because it's like <laughs> he's a first-time head coach. And then you you saw, you guys saw his press conference, right? It was right? weird. It was weird. The guy <laughs> yeah. didn't know how to talk. Yeah. <laughs> it was, yeah. I He I can't be worse than Dan on. Campbell, though. No, Dan, definitely I mean, not. Do you guys think he's going to be like a coach, or like – for their future, I think like he's one of those quiet, Dan. smart types, you know. No, he's a player coach. Like he's gonna like head bump. He, mm-hmm. Dan, Dan Campbell. Dan Campbell. You saw him doing up downs at practice. Yeah, <laughs> I. I mean, he just he just seems like he's on crack all the time. Like, <laughs> he really does. He's I, jacked up. What was his press con- his press conference? Was we're gonna bite you in the kneecap, and yep. then we'll, you're, <laughs> you're yeah. gonna punch us in the see, in the face. We're gonna get up. We're gonna bite your other kneecap. Something like see, along the, those the lines. See, the thing that I see about that is is <laughs> the vibe I get from that is like Jameis Winston eating a W. That could either be taken <laughs> yeah. like, wow, that was like really inspiring, or most of America and the team is looking at it like, what is going on? This could end up being like a one-year thing. Like they're going to have to look for a net Well, coach. they've been having issues with coaches there. Yeah. So. <laughs> this doesn't really help their case from what I've seen so far. No, I mean, we'll, we'll have to see. Player coaches do well in this league. Mike Vrabel, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Which is weird with him because Malarkey the year before was in the playoffs and mm-hmm. I think he ended up – he wanted to stay and then left for some reason. Then Vrabel Something, comes in. Well, and Vrabel was already there, wasn't he? Like He got promoted within, wasn't, didn't he? Uh, maybe. I'm he, actually not he, too sure. I, I'm not sure because he either – if I remember, he either came from like the Texans I thought he, Yeah, Texans. I was just about is to say that. that. He, I'm like, I thought – is that – I think I was the I'm like, am I thinking there? there. Yeah, so, yeah, it was from the Texans. So you're right. Wow. Now, now now that we're talking football, the gears are yeah. turning a little bit. We're taking taking the – the dust off. Um, by the way, the best ambiance for the show is having the smell of steaks. While oh, you're yes. I love it. <laughs> and, and a lawnmower, of course. It's always we, the best all sound. All we need now is just beers. And it, we it, have Modelo's inside. Perfect. All right, <laughs> <laughs> and, and so um, Sunday football would be nice. But all right, so let's get into more de- in-depth about the NFC. So we kind of went through every single team, and 
what's to come um, this upcoming season. What are our expectations? Who's winning this division? What can we like? Who's regressing? Who's improving? Like, let's get into the nitty gritty here. What are we going to see this year from this division? Go, Mark. I honestly think every team in our division got better. Like, even a lot of people are sleeping on the Eagles, and I'm a Giants fan. I don't like the Eagles, but now they figured out the quarterback. They want Jalen Hurts. There's no more confusion him or Wentz. Who's going to get it? And they still got Zach Ertz, who's a great tight end. He's uh, some shady now. Oh, yeah. I forgot about he that. He looks terrible. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> it, it, a little experiment. You never know. Act like you've won before. You know? <laughs> true. <laughs> Which he true. has. Uh, Devontae Smith is, looks like he's going to be a beast. And Miles and Sanders I, is still great. Underra- you know? Underrated, though? Jalen Hurts. People think he's going to be an absolute, like, like oh, they're in a rebuilding year. I'm like, he could. He's good. Yeah. Like, it's funny how things can be put into perspective when you pick someone up in fantasy. Like, you want, like yeah. I remember picking him up thinking I'm going to get lucky because, like, you know, Justin Herbert came up on the scene. I'm like, oh, here comes Jalen Hurts. Maybe he could be kind of mm-hmm. the same thing. He wasn't terrible. He had some, nah. like, he wasn't great, pick, but he picks wasn't every He wasn't terrible. He made rookie mistakes, which is fine. Yeah. But I think he'll be okay. Well. But you see, you saw the way he was in college. Dude wasn't me- – he never played around. He was, like, no. yeah. straight, straight business. Yeah. And, and he, um, he was on a couple teams in college. So they could be he, sl- made a, he made a name for himself in a couple different schools. It wasn't like, oh, he just had good coaching. He had yeah. good mm-hmm. weapons. He, you know, he proved he could do it. Two different organizations. So. Well, you can easily they could easily be in contention. I don't want yeah. people to think they're down and out. Like they they may have come last the last year. They're mm-hmm. obviously tanked that last game, but right. and it was just an awkward year because yeah. they like didn't want Carson Wentz and like mm-hmm. the coaching was just dreadful. The yeah, entire the Peterson year. headache is out of there. So yeah, do you think he'll get hired again? Is he Probably. is he in the league? Did he might be an assistant I somewhere right now. He's definitely not a head coach. I know that. Yeah. No, definitely not a head coach. But isn't it weird that you won a Super Bowl with the guy a couple years ago and now he's yeah. gone? That's true. That's true. Yeah. I mean, you ever got, life you, comes at you fast. You guys ever find it weird that the NFL now is like, if you pick a quarterback and he's trash, or you pick a head coach and he's trash, and you're kind of stuck with them for like another five years, teams now are just like, if you're bad, you're out. Yeah. You know, they're we're very quick to yeah, like, start no replacing people. Yeah, there's no kind of working out the kinks. It's you're bad today, you're out. Yeah, yeah. Like, Pat, like Pat Shermer may have set us back like maybe a year, but like we moved on fairly quickly and like, now we're kind of on the up and up yeah. as a team. Like the That's defense true. went from the worst in the league to pro- like middle Top tier. Top ten, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And the thing is, mm-hmm. this how are the Eagles' defense? By the way, they're still solid. They're not elite. They got Darius Slay. They still got Fletcher Cox. They still got Brandon Graham. Is that his name? The yeah. the other end. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they got no linebackers. That's where they're weak. Uh, should have picked Micah Parsons mm-hmm. then. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Well, they yeah. Well, the when they moved up in the draft, it was just below the Cowboys. It was. Am I the wrong? Draft. It was after us. It was the. Uh, they were after us, but they jumped ahead. Yeah. Yeah. It was Dallas, Giants, Eagles. Got it. Eagles and then Eagles jumped. jumped and swapped with Cowboys. Yeah. And then the Giants. And they still got Parsons. Right. So like, what are you doing? Yeah. Right. And yeah. then the Giants. They did it just to spite the Giants, yeah. bro. And you could have used Parsons. Guess Parsons da- would be a beast. Da- Dallas fans, I'm sorry to tell you this, but you you handed a, the best receiver in the draft to your division rival, despite us. But you guys have two rookie corners, so good luck containing Devonta Smith with two rookie corners this year. He's going to have a lot more yeah. work to do, Devonta Smith, because I believe Jalen Rager is stepping away from football for a little bit. I don't know if that's like going to be there for the, a little bit, like a couple weeks in camp, or and he's back week one or what. That's he said, honestly fine. So they got. Fulgham he said it's like a mental health. Too. He said it's like a mental health thing. He's like, he's, I'm not really there. Oh, he's just not. F- I okay. feel bad for the guy. Yeah. People had high expectations for him, and then you have Justin yeah. Jefferson get drafted after yeah. him. So it's just like it's a lot of pressure. A slap to the face when you're like you're not living up to that. Mm-hmm. But um, 
But yeah, Devontae Smith's going to have a lot of work this year, and we're, gonna, we're really going to see how he performs um, in the NFL. Uh, I'm going to get Matt, and then we'll flip on his microphone, and we'll continue this conversation. We got, uh, Go ahead. I'll be right back. All right. Go ahead. Go, go, go. All right. Um, I guess kind of going off what you said, Mark, since you kind of, um, you know, you sat here and said you think everyone's going to do better. Who do you think is winning? Uh, that's a tough one. I Honestly, going to have to go with the state. As a Giants fan, I want the Giants to win, and I can point out a million reasons why I think they will. But to go, if I had to put money on it, if I'm placing a bet, I have to go with Dallas just because Dak has been the most consistent quarterback in this division, and their offense is nasty. They got so many good receivers. They got, uh, the, I'd say, the second best running back in the division behind Saquon is Zeke. And the O-line is way better than the Giants' O-line, way better, better than the Eagles' O-line, better than Washington's O-line. So that's, that's probably what it's right. going to be. It's probably going to be Dallas, so even though to, they to got in. their secondary. <laughs> uh, Matt, friend of the program, pulled through. You guys have heard him on the show before. Uh, the gang's all here. Um, uh, yeah, we were just talking about the NFC East, and we thought we were going to get be able to get this portion of the podcast out of the way. We're going to go through every like division and just rattle off what we think is going to happen. But so now Wait, turn it on. So well, there, yeah. there we go. So while you were getting Matt, I asked Mark. You know, he he gave us the rundown. He thinks everybody's improving, but I say, who do you think's winning the division? And you're saying Dallas. You think Dallas is winning? I think they're the most consistent quarterback. Dak is better than Ryan Fitzpatrick, Jalen Hurts, Daniel Jones, and their O line is the best O line in our division. I th- I just think the offense is going to carry them. Well, like I mentioned before, their defense has to be middle tier in order for them to win. And do you think your boy, Dan Quinn, from experience, can help a defense do that? Because he was there for Legion of Boom. I'm going to discount that because you come up as a head coach and their defense was, like, supposed to be good and they just never were. Well, this is what happened. It's a little bit of both. He had the Legion of Boom. Yes, he could have developed some of them, but he also just had, like, a lot of talent just fell into his lap. You know, so that definitely played a big role. I mean, you think of it, if, if you look in the... The same boat is like when the Warriors were winning over the last couple of years. I mean, did Steve Kerr really do much? No. He just kind of said, you know, go out there. You know what you're doing. And he just let them do their thing. I feel like that's kind of what Dan Quinn did. He ran his scheme. They knew what they were doing. They were talented enough to where they would, you know, call audibles, make their plays, call the shots on the field. And, you know, he just kind of did his thing. Then what ended up happening is he went to Atlanta. He decided to be the head coach. And he also was calling the shots defensively. And we found out and he agreed that, you know, too much – too much to work with. He can't be the head coach and the defensive coordinator. There's just too much going on. He's got to pick one or the other. So he gave up the defensive play calling and just stuck as a head coach. Um, that didn't mean he didn't have any say in the defense, but he just was no longer calling the plays. And the defense did start to do a little bit better. Still wasn't great. But the point is, you know, you bring in a defensive-minded head coach who defense has always been our problem, or at least as of recent, and you figure, oh, this is going to change this whole program around. And to watch the defense be in, like, the mid uh, the high 20 ranks every single year that he was here. It's kind of like, you know, you start thinking, well, was that Legion of Boom really his doing? Or was that he just got a lot of good players that got drafted that fell into his lap? And, you know, he was just so sidetracked as a head coach, he couldn't really focus on the defense. That's what we're going to have to find out in Dallas because now all of that heat that he would be seeing as a head coach, it's now off him. He's right back to that defensive play calling. Now, Mark, just what I think is, like, I think it's going to be, like, they got to figure out this this first year. I don't think their defense is going to 100% get it. If anything, no. I'm surprised you're more optimistic about the Cowboys. I think it's going to be 
Giants and Washington again, fighting, battling for first. It's interesting point. because we know what yeah. we have here, and the only thing you're missing from the Giants is how Daniel Jones is going to perform. That's that what is scares it. me. That's why That's I don't it. know. You know, like I and Jason Garrett kind of scared. I me. do think. Oh, <laughs> very true. Yeah, like he didn't do anything. Jason Garrett did not do anything to impress me with the Giants' offense last season, and defense-wise, yeah, Washington's defense. You know what you, is, know what you have is awesome, yeah. and Giants' defense is awesome. But yeah, we we saw it last year. We om- we beat. Andy Dalton and the Cowboys, like, the last week of the season. But that was Andy Dalton. You know, like, if that's Dak Prescott back there, I don't know if we're winning that game. They were close last year against mm-hmm. the Cowboys, too. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's a very tight division. I, I don't think, you know, that's how it's been recently. The last couple years it's been tight, whether it's because they're all playing well, they're all playing bad is irrelevant. It's just been tight. You know, it comes down to the end, the last couple games, the last month of the season. you got to win your home games. you got to right. beat yeah. up on the bad teams. That's it. Yep. The last month of the season for this division over the last two, three seasons has been crucial. And, and just the way the season has been coming out and unfolding these last few years, the end of the season has typically been division games. So they're even more important considering, you know, they need to win those games to push their competitors back and move themselves further to make that playoff run. But I think out of this whole division, I think – you know, I'm, I don't think Mark's too far off when he said, you know, everybody's kind of improving. I don't see really too no, many they people are. taking a step back. I, I think they all are moving in the right direction, everybody in that division. You know, they're all kind of trending upwards. Um, the only thing is what I'm worried about for Dallas, I'll start with them. What I'm worried about is just, you know, being a Falcons fan, I know what, we've seen the good and the bad from Dan Quinn. So what Dan Quinn are they getting on that defense? Because yeah, the defense hasn't been me. great in the past. The offense is, the one, is like you said, is, is going to be what, is going to kind of carry them. And if the offense is what's going to carry them, how is Dak going to be returning? Is he going to be, you know, back to himself? And they need him to be. And if not, you know, Zeke was not really doing great having to hold the load. And, I mean, he's a running back. There's only so much he can do. Mm -hmm. So there's now, if that's, offense is not, I'm not saying, you know, hey, they're going to be at 100% week one. But if they're not, you know, starting to kick it into gear within the first month of the season, there's a real area of concern. Because, the Giants, like you guys have said, their defense is just getting better and better. They're adding weapons. They're, you know, the the beginning of last season they were looking okay, and then they've got better and better and better. And by the end of the season, you know, their defense was winning them games. Yeah. So that was impressive. You know, their defense is looking great. Question mark could be Daniel Jones. Question mark could be Evan Engram. You know, what's going to happen with him? Um, the question mark is going to be Saquon Barkley. You know, hey, he's still going to be great, but how great is he going to be after coming off a torn ACL? Um, you know, that's just one of the questions here. I, I know that his season, uh, his week one um, status is still up in the air. They haven't committed to say he's definitely going to be ready for week one. Um, so, you know, there's a lot of question marks there. There's a lot of question marks with the Eagles just because Jalen Hurts, you don't really know what you're getting out of him. A whole new regime here. So who's um, who's your winner? If, if I had to pick a winner, I, I would – It's I think it's going to be like what we said, like what you said. It's going to be a toss-up. Between the Redskins, well, Washington, and yeah. uh, and the Giants, and I who prevails. I think I honestly think it's gonna. I think it's gonna be Washington, oh, and I don't. And I don't answer. mean to say that. Like I, I know it's <laughs> tough as you guys being Giants fans, but the reason I think that Washington is the one that's gonna pull it off is just because there's less question marks there. There's more. You have a little bit more certainty in what you're going to be getting out of them they have there could be there could be question marks around you know Fitzpatrick what is he going to do he could be kind of good some games bad other games you have a veteran there a quarterback so you know he when he has to kick it into gear 
You know, he, he's been in those situations before. He's been in the league several years. He has tons of experience with different coaches, different teams, different schemes. So, you know, there's that. The, uh, the offense is young, and I think they're developing. See, here's so. where I stand on Washington, right? Is that, you know, they're coming off a year where they barely squeaked into the playoffs. They were the shiniest bag of trash in the dumpster. It could have beat the Bucks if the cards fell in their direction. They, they could have. That was, a, that was a very distinct possibility. Unfortunately, yeah. you know, he had Taylor Heineke. That wasn't really in right. the cards for them that day. Um, you know, you have a second-year young defense, you know, led by Chase Young, you know, who's only getting better at a pretty pretty – Pretty good. And they're extending team. that whole defensive line. Oh, yeah. if you guys are seeing these it's, reports, oh, yeah. they're just dumping money. Into it's going to be a matter of of will the offense keep up? And to me, I think that's going to be difficult in a year where Ron Rivera and all these internal locker room you know conflicts are happening. Yeah, I think apparently it's like half of them are not vaccinated. Yeah, and yeah. like he's wow. really pissed about that. Yeah, because you know the, the Ron Rivera just had cancer. He's yeah. very like you know susceptible to, yes. to this and yeah you know, it, it's, it's gonna, gonna be a tough with all that internal conflict and all these like players like tj ward making scenes and all that yes that all being right. said i think that gonna, is gonna mostly lead the division open to either new york or dallas who prevails uh, see I, I think listen i know we could go around the table and be like it's <laughs> gonna be a toss-up yeah. between it, these it two really but i just want to know point. yeah it's really I, a flip of a it point is. i'm leaning i'm leaning dallas okay so we dallas. got a dallas you got two dallases you have Washington. a Washington. I hope I'm wrong, everybody. I hope it's the Giants. And Mark, just I for you, I'm going to say it's the Giants. And here's why. Because I Eric. wanted to bounce off of you for a second. Mm-hmm. And I know I'm being a little bit biased. But here's mm-hmm. the thing, really. The the one team kind of just says, like, who's kind of backed themselves in the corner in a good way. It's like, where do you go from here? Yeah. Having Daniel Jones. And I've said that like ten times because it's like, we have everything at your disposal. Mm-hmm. At, mm-hmm. at your disposal. And... It depends on how you use it. And yeah. it doesn't matter even if your offensive coordinator is like, eh, at best. Yeah. He's got to be able to complete the deep ball, which he's done. Mm-hmm. Don't throw picks. Stop fumbling the ball. You have weapons. Yeah. So someone's going to be open. Yeah. It's, and I think, you know, them getting like Kadarius Tony, it's like he's going to be that one person that's like no one's paying attention to. And he's he's going to be open. Yeah. yeah. And he's the type of guy like we're doing end arounds with that guy and stuff Shifty. like that. Mm-hmm. The defense is going to hold you up. It's like it's not mm-hmm. like you can't blame it on them. So it's like what they need to. I'm going to say since he's backed into a corner, the one way he can go is forward or up, yep. wh- whichever direction. And if he could do that, I think that's if that's the team that that could win. The one way I would change my answer, the, like I said, it was a toss up in my opinion between Washington and the Giants. The thing that would put the tipping point in the favor of the Giants to for me is if they either went out in the next couple weeks and got a relatively respected pass rusher. If they can go out, I think that defense I think that defense is complete because the secondary to me is good. Secondary's Mm -hmm. fine. The linebacking core, I'm okay with it. Mm -hmm. I think they're they're doing well. They have good defensive line, but they need that one guy that's gonna put them over the edge to be like, okay, they're constantly putting pressure. Well, this the for other the Giants, guys, right? Yes. I think losing Dalvin Tomlinson was Hurts bad. Bit, yeah. But they ended up drafting drafting one of the higher defensive end prospects. Right. Um, Ojolari, I think. Something like yeah. that, yeah. I know he looked really good, but yeah. I think he like <laughs> he like has bad knees. Oh. He, which well, that's like, why he dropped. That's why he dropped. He was so originally a high, high, high total prospect, and then he fell because of that. There's so many things that happen in this division, like – the Eagles jumping over the Giants in the draft. You have the Giants purposely winning against the then Redskins at the time, mm-hmm. uh, where they move up to the second pick and get Chase Young. Mm-hmm. It's like because like that could have been the answer to your question. Them yeah. getting like a Chase yeah. Young, because yeah. like who did who did they get instead? Um, Andrew Thomas, who 
He so far, he's been all right. The jury's still he's out there. Yeah, he's been all right. I can't tell. What I'm what I'm holding my hat over with Andrew Thomas is like the second the season ended, he got like surgery, and I'm like, okay, this guy was playing hurt the entire time. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw this too, Shane Lemieux. He's not going to be out for the whole season. He'll yeah, be I back. Saw thank that. God, <laughs> thank goodness. And they're they're yeah. looking at um Ryder from the Chiefs. They're okay. looking to sign him. He's a center slash guard, and I think that would be a O line we could always improve with. hundred percent, definitely need O line. That's another thing. But I think no, like notice like we haven't spoken about that that much like. Over the years, it's always like the Giants O-line sucks. The Giants O-line sucks. Yeah. It's like I think they have a little bit of versatility here. Like obviously no big names, but I think they could kind of make it work. Like you just got to be decent up front and then we're chilling. I honestly don't know how Wayne Gallman did so well in the run game with a bunch of no names last year. Like it it was crazy to me that we did that. We, we beat CLC Hawks using the run game last season, and we have a horrible O-line. Giants are so good at having a, a running back – for like close to nothing that performs well and yeah. gets rid of them the next year. Like what was it, Orleans Dark yeah. right before Still not season. in the league, but yeah. he ran for a thousand yards yeah. that year and then Wayne Gallman goes to the Niners, Niners who they have like a million running yeah, backs. They got, they got a bunch. <laughs> they got yeah. my, it's like Justin Wilson. Wilson to Michael That depth chart in the in for the backfield is is crazy. Um yeah, so we got two Dallas, one Washington, one Giants. We'll see how this goes. And um yeah, so we'll wrap it up on this right. portion of uh, the pod, and uh, we got more, we got a lot more divisions to go. So let's do it. We got Matt in the house, so maybe we'll uh, get your division up and play. How do you feel? Over onto the AFC North. Yeah, oh, I want to get we'll, your your we'll feeling. We'll get there. We'll get All right, there. let's do it. This is a little warm up, <laughs> and uh, here we go. Now here comes the, uh, you know, our real now. We got the gears turning. Mm-hmm. We got the gears. Now, here we go. Definitely. Let's do it. All right. So yeah, thank you guys for listening. We'll see you on the next one.